I wanted to share a tool that I started using recently. And if you're doing any prospecting or lead sourcing from LinkedIn, it's definitely worth checking out. The tool is called Surf and it's spelled S-U-R-F-E. It's a Chrome extension that allows you to add contacts to your CRM directly from LinkedIn. I use it to add contacts quickly, follow my deals, keep track of my notes. And it's actually saved me a bunch of time. The data is always 100% accurate because I don't have to copy and paste each detail from each contact over to my CRM. Instead, Surf does it all for me automatically with just one click. Now, the folks over at Surf have been kind enough to put together a promo offer for fans of SSP. You can go to the link in the show notes and use the promo code JWSURF with an E5 for a 5% discount on your first year. Check out the link in the show notes and go check them out. This one is for the savvy startups and SMBs out there. I've got a secret weapon for you that's going to skyrocket your sales without the unnecessary headaches that come along with using one of the big player CRM systems. That secret weapon is Close CRM. Now let's face it, we've all been there. We've used a clunky, confusing system that kind of makes you want to throw your laptop out the window. Well, fear not, Close is here to save your time, money, and sanity. Close has all of the powerful sales tools you need, minus the drama, to manage your leads, track your deals, and crush your targets effortlessly. It has calling, emailing, SMS, multi-channel sequences, and it even has meeting tracking built right in. It's easy to set up and implement. You can stop screwing around with CRMs that aren't built for you and start selling and managing customers today. You can start a free trial using the link in the show notes, special for SSP fans. All right, in this episode, I'm going to talk about something that's going to put hopefully tens of thousands of dollars into your pocket over the course of your career. What am I talking about? Signing bonuses. If you're not asking for signing bonuses when you sign a new offer letter for a new AE role or SDR role, then you are undoubtedly leaving money on the table. So this is a topic that actually comes up in my one-to-one coaching that I do. Part of uh, my coaching program is uh, not only to help you interview above all other candidates, to uh, actually prepare an action plan, but to also negotiate your comp. And a big part of that comp negotiation that I teach is how to tactfully ask for a signing bonus. And the reality is, is I didn't even know these were on the table until I finally just asked for one. And I had been given the advice years ago from a mentor of mine to, to throw it out there as part of my negotiation for my offer. And once I did it once, it was like, oh, this is super easy to do and I'm never going to not do this again. I'm always going to ask for a signing bonus. And what I found working with my coaching clients one-to-one is that it wasn't just me. I didn't just get lucky. I didn't just work for companies that were inclined to pay signing bonuses, but this is a thing in the industry. And honestly, if you're in a higher, more higher tech role, like a developer or a product or something along those lines, it's really just par for the course. You should get, in some cases, there's people out there making six-figure signing bonuses Uh, If they're a software developer or a product manager or something like that, executives, managers always ask for signing bonuses, but I think reps forget to ask for them. There's so many elements to a comp plan, whether you're an AE, an SDR, a manager, RevOps, whatever you are, there's always these these components of the comp plan that kind of get overwhelming. And because of that, I think we forget to ask for some kind of upfront guarantee. So let's talk a little bit about what a signing bonus is and how I've been able to you know, not only ask for them myself and receive them, but also to coach other people to earn anywhere from a $5,000 to $25,000 plus in upfront cash that you get in your bank account on either your first day of work or on your first paycheck at your new job, all from just being able to ask for it in a way that's tactful and that sends goodwill to the new employer. So let's get, let's get into it. 
signing bonuses. So uh, what is it? Well, it's, you know, again, it's an upfront payout for starting a new role. And I think it can take a couple of different forms, right? Especially in the context of a seller. In the old days, back early on in my career, sellers used to get a draw, whether it was a recoverable draw or a non-recoverable draw. Remember those terms, but a non-recoverable draw is a payout that's meant to cover your first, call it three, six, nine months worth of commissions, and it's non-recoverable. No matter what, you don't have to pay that back to the employer. A recoverable draw works in more sort of commission-focused roles. You might hear about recruiters, realtors, uh, you know, some insurance type sales roles might have a recoverable draw. And what that is, is for a commission only sales role, your bills get covered for your first six months. And then you've got to close enough business to, you know, pay back that draw, but also, you know, hopefully profit at the end of all of it in a big way. And that's one of those kind of risk reward aspects of, of being in commission only sales here in SaaS. We don't typically do that. I've not ever worked a commission-only SaaS role. If you ever have a SaaS founder or sales leader reach out to you and say it's a commission-only thing and it's not an advisory position or it's not a temporary kind of consulting agreement, I would run in the other direction. There is the standard in the industry is now you know comp is base base salary uh, variable, and then you have this OTE number. There's usually equity, stock options, RSUs, whatever that looks like depends on the stage of the company. And what I'm telling you about today is these signing bonuses, which are these upfront payments. So why are these kind of a win-win for you know both the employee, the candidate, and the company? Well, what I've found is companies like to pay them out for a couple of reasons. One, it's not a recurring part of your compensation. So keep that in mind. These are just kind of one-time bonuses that are paid out when you start. And it's not a recurring add-on to your base salary. And so companies kind of like that because it's it's a little bit more contingent than a base salary, right? Sure, I'll give you $10,000, $15,000 up front, but this is just year one. I want to see how you ramp. And of course, companies always reserve the right to walk out reps who aren't producing, who aren't performing. And so it's not uh, you know a long-term residual expense for the company, but it can stimulate a lot of different things in uh, a new candidate, a new employee coming on board, especially a new seller. Because if you come on board and you've been given this extra, you know, few thousands of dollars in sign-on bonus, one thing that does is that kind of covers your first few months of training on the product, learning the industry, building up your pipeline, beginning to hit the phones and make calls, sending emails, et cetera. So you're kind of covered. And, and that's, again, was previously known as a draw. From my experience, most companies don't pay draws anymore. Correct me if I'm wrong. And if there's companies out there that are paying draws, hit me up. I want to hear about them because uh, I think those are the ones that are doing it the right way. But nowadays, typically, you don't hear about companies offering a draw period for your ramp up in your new role. Usually, it's just, hey, you start, and once you start producing sales, meetings, whatever your target is, you'll start making commissions. So for, for, for one, in one area, the signing bonus is kind of like uh, you know, a draw. It covers you during your ramp up period, so you have time to focus on just learning the product well, learning the buyer personas, learning the messaging understanding exactly how you're going to posture yourself as you begin to, to pick up the cold calling and emailing and, and prospecting activities. So then the other way that I've sort of positioned it as I've negotiated for it is as a negotiation lever on your base salary and a gap closer in your base salary. So let's just use a quick, easy to remember example. Let's say I'm interviewing for a role and the the offer is $100,000 base salary with $100,000 variable. So 200K OTE, right? Well, let's say I was really hoping for closer to 130,000 on the base salary side. 
uh, how would I close that gap? Well, I might come back to the recruiter, the hiring manager and say, hey, first of all, this is a very generous offer. Appreciate it. And I'm so excited to join your company. I was hoping to get closer to 130. What if we met in the middle? What if you did a $20,000 one-time upfront signing bonus? That would close that gap for me year one. And it also covers my ramp up period. It's going to take me probably three to six months to, to build my pipeline, to learn the product, to understand the industry and the buyer. And that will buy me time to, to you know, kind of continue that process and get ramped up. So if you hear that, that's, that's my script. That's really it. It's just asking for it. And that's one of the easiest way to ask for it is just as a lever in your base salary negotiation. Another way you can just ask for it is just ask for it. So even if you do get a base salary offer that's generous, maybe it's 20K more than what you're making now, 30K, who knows, uh, who cares? But maybe it's more than you're making now and you just want to say, hey, would you be open to a one-time signing bonus? The reason I, I would like that is it will make me incredibly excited to get started and hit the ground running day one. And if you couple it with some of the other things I teach in my coaching, it just makes sense to ask for it. Because part of my coaching is showing uh, interviewers and hiring managers and recruiters that you're already thinking about the role. You're basically already starting to do the groundwork. And that's how excited you are as a candidate to jump on board their company and help to you know grow their sales, right? So just asking for it can be pretty effective too. That's happened to me a few times now where I've just said, hey, um, as part of our negotiations or you know, as part of the offer, would uh, would would the team consider a one-time signing bonus upfront, you know, paid one time? And a lot of times the, the hiring manager is going to have to go back to the internals. They're going to talk to the leadership. They're going to have to meet on it internally and get back to you the next day or something. But sometimes they'll just agree to it on the fly and say, yeah, sure, we'll get that done for you. And uh, again, once, once you ask for this once in your career, it just gets easier and easier. You'll kind of come up with this, this script and it's really just as simple as that. Hey, I'm, I'm looking for a, a, a not, you know, either a non-recoverable draw or a one-time signing bonus, however you want to posture that, but really just ask. And you know, just like anything with sales, shut up and let the deal close itself. So I hope that helps someone out there. Don't leave money on the table. This is a big deal for me. And uh, you know, something I'm going to continue to talk about a lot because I think there's a lot of cash out there. Companies have the money to pay signing bonuses. Reps deserve signing bonuses. And that includes you who's listening. So thanks for tuning in and uh, have a great week.